This is No Halos Here, hosted by Jen Lang and Jane Stark, the place to inspire a change in your consciousness to elevate the world. We're two heart-centered business owners nourishing our inner rebels while growing our respective businesses. No Halos Here is the result of bringing together an opera singer turned spiritual mentor and a marketing professional turned well-being coach to meditate daily. Together, we unite physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual energies into a powerful presence to lead, heal, and inspire. We love exploring the shadowed edges of life, the universe, and beyond through honest and thought-provoking conversations. Let's dive in. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of No Halos Here with Jen Lang and Jane Stark. Woo! We're happy. I know. You wooted again. I wooted again. That's so funny. Two weeks in a row. I've never heard you woot other than... <laughs> Last week. Last week and today. So we funny. talk a lot. I've never heard the woot. I know. Woot. I bring in the woot. Maybe it's because I'm doing more singing. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I wonder if that could be it. Uh, so today we've got kind of a special episode. We want to give you a little bit of behind the scenes in the That's... world of Jen and Jane. Yeah, we were talking about, we have lots of different topics outlined and mm -hmm. oftentimes, so let's, let's dive right into behind the scenes. Yeah. Oftentimes when Jen and I are um, going to record, we have a list of topics, but we, for us feel like we really need to be in the moment and we need to feel yeah. the energy of what we want to talk about. And so it's, and oftentimes we'll be chatting earlier in the week we record on Thursdays and we'll be chatting earlier in the week and like oh we got to bring this to the podcast and then I find we get to Thursday to our recording day and I'm like oh okay the energy of that topic's not here right now mm -hmm. so then we kind of go through and we're like okay like what feels juicier what feels like we Relative feel really like for right yeah. now and so that's kind of how we came to where we're at today where none of the topics that we kind of had felt right and then we're like, why don't we just give a little bit of a behind the scenes and a share as to what's going on for us in our lives and how this energy is landing for us right now. And, and also some of the tools that we use. So yeah, it basically came out of while Jane and I were talking, trying to figure out a topic, I sort of shuffled one of my tarot decks and I was like, oh, let's, you know, what, maybe this can just give us a little bit of a boost or a little bit of guidance as to what we uh, want to bring to you all of you today and the card that popped out was the eight of pentacles from and this is from the light seers tarot by chris ann and basically the card is a picture of a woman sitting on an office type chair and in front of her she's holding a candle and then in front of her are all these different things so there's different bowls of things there's paperwork there's uh, books there's another candle there's a feather and plant and all this kind of stuff so just I was like, it felt really reflective of what each of us has going on right now mm -hmm. for Jane and I. And also the, the eight pentacles above are also represented as cycles of the moon. So there's two aspects to bring in. And was both, we've just come off this really big full moon in Leo. Jane and I both had, I'm going to say different, but similar, different experiences, but similar realizations mm -hmm. out of this full moon energy. And Which maybe is often the case for us. Yes, definitely. Very, I mean, it, 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 I always find that fascinating with us and our relationship too, because we live fairly different yeah. lives, um, but yet we have a lot of similar themes play out. And it In very looks, different ways. Yeah. So, yeah. And, but, so, but always providing experiences for growth and then we can talk mm -hmm. about it with each other 
and yeah, you know, walk I mean, each it's other through it. Amazing. Yeah, it's I love awesome. it. Me too. So why don't we just kind of make this like, let's just dive in and chat a little bit about what's going on for us. So like what's kind of going on? What's the big picture of life for you right now and some of the themes that you're seeing play out? So I think some of the big picture themes that I'm seeing play out is for me an old habit around overscheduling myself. And this has been, a, I'm going to say, an adulthood lifelong habit or pattern that's come out of overachievement and being busy. Um, a lot of, I was definitely wore the busy badge of honor from university onwards. And it was this, I think it grew out of this needing to both prove aspects mm -hmm. of self, like working hard, doing full-time courses and having, holding a part-time job while at university. And then, you know, getting into music later on in life and the demands of that schedule of working part-time and studying music full to part-time. That's definitely big. So mm -hmm. for this week, it's been this multitude of activities and I've definitely, I definitely take pride in my multi-passionate nature and my mm -hmm interests across all many many topics I'm I'm very curious I'm constantly curious I'm like oh I wonder why that is and I wonder why that is and even walking the dogs in the morning I'm just like I wonder why that plant is doing that right now what is it about that location mm. you know just yep. the always wondering and inquisitive mind piece so I think that also partly leads to the over scheduling but then I also need to Rep I think be more respectful of my energy levels and some of this came in an earlier conversation that Jane and I had around it was a little bit about boundaries but it was related to my schedule where when I'm working with my calendar and my schedule I'm conscious about time and energy and blocking off time and space but it's in the moments where someone asks for say a reschedule or a you know like hey can we just move this here or I think in your case Jane it was like do you have time for a five minute chat mm -hmm. those types of conversations that leak into our day-to-day -day lives but ended up end up costing you more energetically than just that five minute conversation yeah that's Ooh, what's happening for me right now another one that I notice for me is is the device and I don't want to go down the rabbit, like oh, yeah. not go yeah. down the path of talking about boundaries and devices specifically, but I also noticed that that's a leaky boundary for me where, you know, if I have, like you say, two hours where I don't have calls or meetings in the afternoon and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take that time. I need to eat. I maybe need to rest or yeah. do a quick workout or stretch or something. And then all of a sudden, you know, my phone dings and then I've just spent 10 minutes, you know, cause then that puts me onto my phone, which then I'm like, oh, I'll check my email quickly or I'll check this. And then mm -hmm. like that leaky boundary too. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, half an hour is gone of my two hours that I had. Yeah. So sorry to so go back to this for you. That's what's been really. I think that's just what's coming been up. coming up and showing up. And what's interesting is that I've taken out a couple of activities in the past couple of months that have meant my evenings are more free now. And I'm really enjoying that. I'm really, really enjoying that. Because before, like I would work and then I would have an activity three, sometimes four nights a week. And I think up until September, I was doing karate three or four times a week, uh, either mornings or evenings. And mm -hmm. it just became, just became too much on the schedule. And I wasn't, now that I know what it's like to like, oh, I can just be 
home and Kirk and I can like watch a show together or Mm -hmm. we'll have dinner and cook dinner together, which we didn't have as much time for before. So that's part of that leaky boundary piece. Then uh, what else is unfolding? It's I'm seeing this unfold a bit with clients, with some clients around not like allowing their practices that keep them centered and grounded to also leak or fall mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. I've seen that really in myself common. this week. Yeah. yeah. So the stuff that, and you've seen it too this week. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, I was saying to you the other day, I've noticed that I, I am being very conscious or having to be very conscious about keeping them in and doing them. And I'm in a space right now where they almost feel a little bit like chores. Yeah. So but I'm having to, yeah, I think I was messaging you the other night. I went out for a walk at like seven o'clock because I literally, I was like, I've been in my house all day, like working, parenting, doing whatever. Maybe I left to drive somebody somewhere, but like, and I was like, the last thing I really felt like doing was putting on my jacket and going outside. And yet I was like, just put one foot in front of the other and get out and just walk the dog even for half an hour. And yeah, so being in that space where it's really easy to not do the thing, but I'm, I know now the importance of keeping those, those practices in place. And sometimes, so I think, you know, sometimes you do have to do them even when they don't feel maybe good. Like it feels like another thing on the to-do list. Um, Ooh, that's a, that's an interesting nuance because of course, you know, I, we always talk about going with that feeling and the fine in the moment, mm-hmm. but sometimes mm-hmm. you have to override that. Like actually I found I knew that yesterday. How... Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, I knew I would feel better after. And as soon yeah. as I was out, I was like, okay, yeah, I totally need this. But yeah, having to kind of push and know what's, what's good for you, even though I was yeah. tired and had a busy day. Sorry, yesterday. I was going to say, if I didn't have that uh, online yoga date with a girl, oh, a yeah. good friend of mine, and normally we sort of, you know, lately we've been doing different online yoga classes and, you know, quite enjoying them. Anyway, she sent me a link yesterday to this one that I was like, I was so resistant to. <laughs> I was just feeling, I was feeling cranky and feisty and dank and dust. It was like, it was definitely not something that I was excited to do. And if I hadn't had that date with the friend, I would not have done the class. I didn't feel like doing it. I just wanted to wrap my day up. And at the same time, even though I didn't love the class, I didn't love the format of the way these teachers had brought their routine. I'm like, look, if I wanted to join a gym, I would have joined a gym. I want Mm -hmm. to do a yoga class where I hear the cues Mm -hmm. and I hear the instructor talking, but this one just had music playing. Mm. And you had to constantly look at the screen to see what they were doing. And I'm so glad I did because I felt clear headed afterwards. Mm -hmm. So even though I didn't love the experience of the new class, I still appreciated the shift in energy that it brought for me. So that's kind of just where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think like we were saying in the beginning, for me, it's showing up in very different ways. Mm -hmm. I've realized that my old pattern that has shown up again um, is, is the being superhuman. I've taken on and rescuing and rescuing and feeling like I can fix everyone. So there's some codependence there um, that uh, I'm very aware of, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but like that, yeah, if I can fix everyone or if I can be there to make sure everyone's okay, then I'll be okay. And that pattern of like, I can do it all has shown up and I am grateful that I'm 
recognizing it sooner than I had in the past. So I can course correct. And I've had a number of, a number of really big signs from the universe that I need to switch gears. I need to slow down. I can't be doing as much as I'm doing. And it's, it's interesting because it's a new layer and it is one of these mm -hmm. things where it's like, oh my God, I thought I had dealt with this. Like this is really here again, but it, it is in a different way. I'm a different person this time. Yes. Um, I'm seeing it as like a really big and so much, so many signs, so many things, cards I've pulled and whatnot are all kind of pointing for me that like a big life transition change is happening here again. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, the other day I thought I cracked my tooth from mm -hmm. clenching my teeth at night. Wow. Thank goodness. It's not fully cracked, but yeah, I did have kind of, I did have a, a little fracture in it that they were able to just touch up and fill, but the irony and the, you know, like that day when I was like, okay, I'm literally like literally cracking under the pressure that I mm -hmm. put on myself. Uh, and so that's what, yeah, this full moon really highlighted that yeah. for me. And then, you know, and then actually on the full moon, basically, you know, we got uh, some information um, about one of my daughters that um, is actually really good and helpful information. However, also is really requiring me to take a deep, deep look at what I'm doing and how I want to show up and yeah. just why and where some of my struggles come from. Um, and so, yeah, it's, and it's that message, like, it, it's just slow down, slow down. And what is really important? Yeah. Yeah. What is essential? I was going to say, tie it back to the card that we just yeah. drew for this. It is this, we have so many choices in front of us and so many different directions and so many stimuli that it can be really difficult to choose that one path. And I'm definitely being called to, like, I'm not saying it has to be just one path, but I'm being called specifically out of this full moon this week to really track down and focus in on yeah. what are the activities, what are the, what are the essentials that will move me and us forward, you know, for what we're creating together. Yeah. Stop letting my energy so be dispersed in so many different directions that, you know, like the saying goes. Well, like, and yeah, like we're, and we're both in that, right? I think we're both would say mm -hmm. like we're multi-passionate um, people. And again, it shows up in different ways. Uh, we have very different lifestyles, but, um, and I, and you know, it's a question, I don't have the answer right now, but it's something that's come up in my, my mind too, is as a multi-passionate person, how do, how do we navigate this way? Because yeah. I, I know from my life right now and the things that I have on my plate, having this many balls in the air is not good. It doesn't like, it's not serving me and it's not serving my family and it's not serving us and our business. Exactly. And so, you know, even I want, I'm like, I think we talk about that a little bit and what we're doing. Um, so do can, you want to break that down for yeah. our, for our listeners? Because obviously we can sit here and say we're multi-passionate, but maybe I can talk about, you know, I have a recital coming up in two yeah. weeks that will be live streamed. And so I've been unpacking how I learn music again going to rehearsals, practicing again, but I've found I was, I'm still am fitting in the practicing where and when I can, instead of the making it a of part day. of my part of my day. Yeah. And even though I put the times in my calendar, usually by the time that time comes around, I'm too tired to, mm -hmm. so that's when that multi-passionate piece comes in. I can't even imagine if I'd said yes to karate as well. Like, yeah, that's just, I'd be, I'd be sick. Mm -hmm. So 
Yeah. And I mean, and I've got, you know, Jen and I are building what we're building here together. We each still have our own mm-hmm. things. So you also still have your own clients and your yeah. own uh, work you. that way. And, and so do I, um, and you've got your, um, areas that you practice in and study like, and your, you know, like your practice, I'm thinking with, um, a sill, a sill. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm still working on some of that. Yeah. So you've got personal development pieces for right. spiritual. And so spiritual those are choice, they're choices, yeah. but that's also a part of you and a part of the work you do. Right. Yeah. And for me, what that looks like is I have a family. Um, you know, I have, I actually still have a marketing business that I'm working in. I have my own coaching practice and I have what we're doing and I have, um, oh yeah. And I'm part-time homeschooling a child. Right. So it just, and that's where all of a sudden it was like, this is, this is unreal. This is the superhuman part of myself. And this is the pattern is very clear to me where I back in the fall last year, we homeschooled her and my husband was home full time and he took it on this year. He's gone back to work and I stepped up and said, okay, I can reduce my work time. I can fit my work into less time and I'll take it on and I'll work with her because it's only part-time. She also attends an outdoor school. Uh, but what I've realized is I'm not superhuman (laughs) and (laughs) it it's eerily similar to, uh, nine years ago when she was born and my husband was took on a job where he had to travel for work. And I was fairly new. I was about two or three years into my own marketing business Mm -hmm. and I had a two toddlers. Right. And so it didn't work. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do it all with what was with what I had on my plate. So anyways, so that's sort of the, but it's a child. I like, I actually really enjoy the marketing. I enjoy Mm -hmm. the strategy. I I enjoy the people I work with over there. I love the coaching. I love the work that we're doing. Obviously I love my family and my kids and I want to see the best. So it's, it is hard. And I think I'm at this crossroads of like you were saying, like bringing narrowing that focus and like yes there's all these things and yes I enjoy a whole bunch of them and different aspects of them however so a question might be it's easy to say no to the stuff that doesn't light you up it's less easy to say no to the stuff that lights you up but doesn't necessarily move you forward at this time yeah and seeing the um, I say that as much for myself as for anybody else. No, that is, listening. that is, that is like, <laughs> you, hit the nail, you hit the nail in the head. I think that is the hard part for a lot of us when we have mm-hmm. all these great things going. Yeah. But again, we're split like in so many different ways. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. And there, oh, and I was sorry, I was going to say again, to sort of share with how that's playing out. So back in this like August, September, I think it was Jen and I decided that, well, we still each have our own businesses. We wanted to make what we were building together a focus and a priority. And so we both sort of said to each other, yeah, we're going to, that's where we're going to focus our energy. And that will almost act as say the funnel into our own, like, yeah, yeah, there's still an option to work with us one-on-one, but we knew at that time that by us trying to segment our energy into building our own personal individual practices, plus building what we were building together didn't make sense. And it was just splicing everything. Yeah. We made that, that choice. I think now for me, I know I'm at this point of having to look at, like you say, the things that light me up, 
but I need to let go of because I've had so much on my plate that yeah. I haven't been able to show up for what we're doing together in the way that I want to and in the way that what we're building together needs me to. Mm-hmm. And this is the also the beautiful blessing of a partnership. Jen has had a little bit more capacity and has been able to step up and keep things moving and going and brought two clients into our first program. And I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. And it's been a really good lesson again of like, okay, what is possible and what, what really is the thing that I want to build and grow? And what, what do we want to focus on? Which yeah. again, is such an easy question to ask, but not necessarily an easy one to implement. Um, unless, you know, unless you've chosen a field or, or a business or a direction that it's a single thing that lights you up to no end. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in which case the world needs all kinds of people. We need multi-passionate people and we need people who yes. are focused on specific um, paths. So the multi-passionate piece ties in where we are essentially creatives yeah. and we have to decide. So all, all of our different fields feed into each other. And I'd like, you know, even before we did this partnership, I had two different businesses going on. I had Jen Lang right. speaking coaching and I had Jen Lang, I had Sound Body Sphere, which was the sound healing. Mm-hmm. And it took me a long time for the, to meld those two together and be like, you know what? These can all live under mm-hmm. one space. Jen Lang, sound healer and voice coach and speaking presence coach. You know, it's, it's kind of yeah. all in one yeah. voice activator, still deciding on the terminology, yeah. but it's, I think similar to you, Jane, where you had the marketing and the health coaching. Yeah. You've had those two pieces and you still have your marketing and your one-to-one clients are still, they come in through the door of health coaching, but it, you know, we have our healing. This is also why what we co-create is so powerful because we can put all of our multi-passionate talents under one roof. Absolutely. And it's not, and I think that's the other place is coming to, like, it's not necessarily like letting something go where like, okay, I have to let marketing go and I'm just going to be in coaching because what we're also seeing you and I is our roles in this, this partnership together. Right. And I can see, and we're seeing where I get to bring my marketing brain and my strategic brain to what we're doing. And so what if I can shift that focus? So I'm still having these, Mm -hmm. you know, I can still be in there coaching and practicing like in that sense and doing the energy healing and all this beautiful stuff that we do together. And I can exercise my strategic marketing brain and that's the beauty of it. So I think, yeah, one of the answers is it's finding, it's figuring out how those things can coexist in harmony versus against each other. And I've been in this place where I, it's felt a little bit more like a battle for my energy. Everything needs my energy and how can I bring those together is sort of is one piece of it uh another piece of it is just also though what do i have to say no to to just create that space um especially you know knowing that that's the message i'm getting at home is just i need i need a little more space i need to be able to support um you know at home in a different way so that's a really good like place to sort of pause and go You know, you can get to a level of where you've transmuted something that, you know, you talked about your health event nine years ago, where you couldn't do it all and your body was like, nope. And then 
you know, now you recognize the signs earlier, like similar to me with my overscheduling, I recognized I was like, Oh, I'm just not I don't have capacity for this. And it's just a, it doesn't mean that like, one and done, I've dealt with that thing, it's never going to come back again. It's mm-hmm. that you've like you said, you're the new you're a different person than you were nine years ago, just like we yeah. all were. Yeah. And that it's just another layer and another level to unpack, unfold, discard, and it'll probably go faster. And now we can recognize it. We're talking about it to the public. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And that whole note, what do you have to say no to? It's hard to say no to the things that you love. And I think this also ties back to our episode two episodes ago where we talked about happiness and fulfillment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they can co sometimes they coexist in an activity and sometimes they don't. Yeah. And so how do you choose or rank which activities, no matter what they are, whether they're paid or family or yeah. otherwise, how do you choose which ones, you know, sometimes you don't have a choice. You have, you have to show up for your family. There is like, I have to yeah. show up for my dogs. If I don't take the dogs out, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a mess, which I love doing that. So if it's more a question of choosing the activities that bring you both happiness and fulfillment Mm. and or combining the ones like we've talked about combining those um, different areas so that they are more fulfilling yeah or choosing something completely new that meets both criteria and that makes it easier to say no to the stuff and it doesn't have to be no forever this is the other part yes you know it could be not right now like i took that conscious pause from karate in september and then I emailed them again in January. And I said, I'm still taking a pause until at least April. So yeah, in April, I'll decide, you know, okay, maybe I'll go back just once a week instead of four, four times a week. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. And how, you know, so how is that playing out in what we're doing? Like I, it's, in, I'm just thinking about bringing that back to kind of behind the scenes. So that's what's going on for us personally, lots of shifts. Um, And I think we both agree, like, this is what we want to build. Yeah. Together. And so it's about really this new level of, okay, that's my, that's the priority and how can I create the space and how can we kind of double down on what we're doing without putting the pressure or adding more to our plate. and I think that's, you know, that's some of where I've seen, like, I've been having to do some stuff in the cracks of my day for, you know, what we're building and getting, mm-hmm. you know, our sales page built out and things like that. And I'm like, what actually brings me joy and fulfillment is to have the space and sit down and work on something like that, <clears throat> you know, in the day and give it the proper energy. Because I also feel, I also wonder, you know, we know that our energy comes through in that Mm -hmm. way. So we have to be really uh, clear and in that right space when we're creating. Yes. I'd like even the example of like, I wrote the love letter for our community, which if you're not already signed up, um, we'll share the love letters link. I wrote our community love letter yesterday at 4am because I was awake because of the full moon. And it was again, one of those things that I was trying to fit in. And I didn't know if I was going to do it the night before. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to call it a night, go to bed. Did not know I was going to wake up at 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, it all worked, that part of it worked out. 
but I just certainly don't want to make that a habit. I want that time and space to write from a space of um, lightness and expansion without it being four in the morning. Ooh, so I think that's a good place to leave this in that let's like, you're going to get more of us. Jen and I are, I think like the, what you were saying, right. And how watch for how things shift as we even shift, how we're going to show up for, we are Jen and Jane for this podcast, for all of what we're bringing to the world. Like, I think to full circle this conversation, we're both in this place of, right. We committed to this back in August, September, we're showing you the bumps. It's not perfect. Um, yeah. The ups and downs and all the things. And, you know, but we're both looking to create that space and show up even more fully. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to see more of us. There's more community calls coming, more ways to interact. Uh, let's see. Off the top of our head, you can join us on Instagram Live at 6.45 to 7 a.m. Monday to Friday. We hold seven minutes of silence together. So we have a preamble. So just do, make sure you just follow us on Instagram at we are Jen and Jane, just as like it sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, community calls are coming up twice a month now or every two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I think it's first and third Wednesdays of the month. And the community calls are really A, yeah. to give you a sample of what it's like to work with us. Um, a sample yeah. of, uh, you know, even just a mini container for the bigger container that we're building with our fierce serenity program, which I think both of those, the community call and then the, the bigger program are for people who women, a lot, of, it's mostly, mostly women that women. we're working with. Um, we are open to men. So if you were a listener and you were a male, we'd love yeah. to hear from you, but some, but you're on your journey. You're on your healing journey. You're maybe on a spiritual journey. You may be doing some of your own healing work, uh, independently and are looking for community are looking for. So it's, it's, it's very much, there's lots of support. There's like, I'm with my hands, I'm forming, (laughs) I'm talking with my hands (laughs) right now, container, little (laughs) container. So it's very like, there's, there's structure in that way, but this is not, it's not come and learn a specific tool or a specific thing. It's come and be supported, come and be in community and belonging with other people who are on this journey with you. And Jen and I are here to lead that and to, to create that container and to share our expertise and our gifts with you. Um, But just sort of wanting to share that as to delineate between what our community calls are, what our fear serenity group program is versus some of the other programs that are out there yeah so the community calls are just like jane said that mini that's that place where you can come show up get to know us and then fierce serenity is more of a i'd say a higher touch environment and looking at like looking at aspects of your life through the lens of fierce serenity yeah i mean yeah exactly right and fierce serenity we that's a concept that jen and i are really working on for ourselves and and it's different for everybody, but that the idea, the framework of it, the whole goal of this program is to help you identify what fierce serenity looks like for you and to identify who you need to be in order to embody that and what tools. So we can teach you some additional tools to help with that, pulling out whatever tools you have in your toolbox, but it is definitely a much more expansive program. That way we will probably be bringing guests in. So there will be, there will be opportunities to learn from other people and other hear other perspectives within that container. Whereas the community call is about, Hey, show up. You want a little bit of like boost to feel good vibe. Um, and you know, just 
to maybe talk about what's maybe... on your mind. Yeah, exactly. You yesterday know? we had a great conversation around boundaries. Yes. Um, in our Definitely. call yesterday. So yeah, lots of really juicy topics in those in those calls and they're free and they're every two weeks. So it's a great way to come and be in our space and our energy and we'd love to meet you. Yeah. So cool. On okay. that happiness, let's wrap this up, get this out to y'all. And uh, I said y'all, even though I'm not American. Anyway. <laughs> Whoop and y'all. <laughs> oh, I know. Whoop and y'all. What's happening to me? <laughs> okay. Awesome. Good laughs, everybody. Have an awesome day. Take care. Bye. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for these conscious combos. If you're ready to dive deeper, head on over to wearejenandjane.com to continue the conversation. If you love this episode, please take a moment to share it with your friends or your network and leave us a review by going to Apple Podcasts. Find us on Instagram at wearejenandjane and let us know what you enjoy and what you would like to see more of. We'd love to hear from you.